Well, New Zealand certainly didn't cover itself in glory with the horrendous scenes we saw in Auckland last weekend with the Posey Parker Women's Rights Speaking Tour, which was shut down with violence. In fact, my interview with Annie O'Brien on Monday has been viewed more than 60,000 times on our social media channels. But let's check out the international coverage. It's not pretty. So I just want to show you uh, four quick sources this morning. In the US, firstly, the coverage, Tucker Carlson from Fox News spoke to pa uh, Posey Parker after she'd been safely evacuated from New Zealand. Kelly J. Keene was attacked by men dressed as women. There are no police anywhere. Here's what it looked like. This is in Auckland, New Zealand on Saturday. One of the thugs you just saw poured tomato juice on Kelly J. Keene. She joins us tonight to tell us what exactly happened. Kelly J. Keene, thank you so much for coming on. Um, was it as awful as that video suggests it was? I genuinely feared for my life. I thought I was going to be crushed to death or stomped to death. Um, women got injured. Uh, somebody got their foot broken. Uh, it was absolutely just carnage. I mean, this is the picture of extremism here. You're trying to have a conversation as a woman speaking to other women without being shouted down. I think you're taking a, an inherently moderate, pro-human, traditional <laughs> position. The people around you look like crazed and dangerous extremists. Is that what it felt like? Yeah, absolutely. The authoritarian left um, has has finally peaked and now we can all see what exactly that might look like. And it looks like Auckland in New Zealand and it's it's scary as hell. Uh, it, can you just I, I characterize what this event was about, but can you put it in your own words? What were you doing there? Basically, we create space and amplification for women to come and talk about what's going on in their lives and the fears that they have with uh, what transgenderism will, will take from women and children. So safeguarding, um, rights, spaces, language, uh, those sorts of things. And, and women come and speak and it will just be ordinary women, not, not anybody that anybody's ever heard of, but they will tell their story. And these, uh, this mob decided that they didn't want women to speak in any way, shape or form. It was disgusting. It's, it's something that you would imagine in some sort of Middle Eastern theocracy, but it's happening in the Anglosphere in New Zealand. Um, I don't uh, think yeah. <laughs> anyone saw this coming. Okay, yeah, let's leave it there. And look, the interesting thing is that might be the first time you have heard Posey Parker actually speak and share what's on her heart. Uh, let's go to Australia, and Sky News's Peter Credlin spoke to Dan Wharton, who's a Daily Mail columnist, but Dan is also a Kiwi. And have a listen to his comments regarding the media. Second week in a row, those rallies organised by activist Kelly Jane Keane have descended into chaos last weekend. Of course, in Melbourne, three groups converged, the women's rights activists, the trans activists, very disturbingly, of course, those uninvited neo-Nazis. Her tour then continued. She went down to Tasmania. It seemed it went okay down there. Then across to New Zealand. And that's where the real trouble started. I mean, it was supposed to be a tour. It's called Let Women Speak. 
But she was forced to call off the Auckland uh, event because protests were deemed unsafe. She was doused in soup, attacked by an angry mob. She subsequently cancelled the rest of her stops, citing safety concerns, and has now fled New Zealand, labelling the country the worst place for women I've ever visited, and they live there. Join me now, GB News host, columnist for the Daily Mail Australia, of course, our good friend here, Dan Wooten. Dan, you speak the truth on a lot of this stuff. You're also a uh, New Zealander living in Britain. I don't know if you call yourself a former New Zealander, but you're a New Zealander. You know the landscape well. You've also seen this issue play out with Nicola Sturgeon. Give us your take. Yeah, as a dual citizen of Britain and New Zealand, I'm horrified. I'm absolutely horrified by what I'm seeing in my home country. I think this wave of woke tyranny taking over the country dates back to Jacinda Ardern. I experienced it myself, Peter, when I spoke up against her damaging and inhumane lockdowns. And the media... The liberal media in New Zealand operates in lockstep now with the political left. And what happened to Kelly J? Look, I know she's a controversial person. Not everyone agrees with her stance on trans rights. But the fact that she was not able to stand up for women and speak on a public platform in New Zealand is a disgrace. And as J.K. Rowling says, this makes New Zealand look repellent on the international stage, not respectful and tolerant as the New Zealand media would lead you to believe. I haven't got a lot of time, but why can't women's rights be in, uh, in balance with trans rights? Why are women losing their rights in deference to trans rights? Of course. And that's the thing. Kelly Jane was described on New Zealand TV as a transphobe. No, she is not. Most folk in this movement, especially J.K. Rowling, believe that trans women absolutely need to have rights and need to live their life in a peaceful way, but not at stake of biological women. Yeah. OK, there we go. Uh, now to Great Britain and Andrew Doyle from GBN News. And once again, there's some fascinating comments about our media and specifically news hubs coverage. In Auckland, New Zealand, Kelly J. Keane, a women's rights activist, was physically assaulted at her Let Women Speak event. She had called it Let Women Speak because she believes that women who have concerns about their sex-based rights are often silenced. And in an effort to disprove her arguments, large groups of angry men turned up to stop her from speaking. Here's an example of some of the protesters in action. I can't think why women would want men like this out of their spaces. Clearly, there must be evil bigots. It's the only explanation. Well, that was the conclusion of most of the Australian and New Zealand media. News Hub, a major New Zealand TV channel, decided that it would smear the Let Women Speak event as anti-trans. This is something, by the way, that both The Guardian and The Daily Mail have also done this weekend, which is a reminder that the culture war has nothing to do with left or right. That said, News Hub took it a step further, defaming Kelly J. Keane, also known as Posey Parker, as a white supremacist. In other words, rather than engage in actual journalism, they uncritically repeated the accusations of the most dishonest of Keane's critics. Great job, guys. Here's what they had to say. Immigration New Zealand has decided to allow the controversial anti-trans campaigner known as Posey Parker into New Zealand. They reviewed her case on safety grounds after her rally in Melbourne attracted neo-Nazis. 
Now, it is true that there were neo-Nazis at the Let Women Speak rally in Melbourne. But as the Australian Jewish Council noted, these were thugs who saw an opportunity to hijack the event for their own publicity. In fact, the neo-Nazis were clashing with Socialist Alliance, a supposedly anti-fascist group, who nonetheless seemed to be more concerned with shutting down a women's gathering than confronting, you know, the actual fascists. And yet because these opportunistic neo-Nazi miscreants had gatecrashed the event, the Australian media conflated them with the women, claiming that they were allies. Because of course, fascists are well known for their profound concern for women's safeguarding. Anyway, let's get back to News Hub and their incredibly sophisticated journalism. Has issued direct threats to the Prime Minister. I'll tell you what, Chris. Using a hand signal linked to white supremacists, which we've chosen to blur. Revoke my visa at your peril. Wait, what? Ke Kelly J. Keane has previously described white supremacy and racism as having no place in a civilised society. So if she was lying about that and wanted to keep her evil views secret, why would she start making overt white power gestures with her hand? None of this makes sense until you take away the blurring effect that NewsHub have put on the clip. NewsHub would like you to believe that this is the OK symbol, which has been co-opted by certain far-right groups. But when you watch the original footage, you can see she's just adjusting the zip on her top. Let me just tell you this. Revoke my visa at your peril. But of course, by blurring it out, NewsHub can make it look a lot more sinister. As the commentator and podcaster Stephen Knight pointed out on his latest Substack, in that same video, Keane goes on to defend the speech rights of Maori women. As Knight puts it, that's an odd flex for someone intending to signal to their white supremacist supporters. Of course, defamation is a common tactic nowadays. People don't want to engage in discussion, so they make up lies instead. But if you're going to lie, at least make it vaguely plausible. NewsHub are openly misleading their viewers, presumably because they think their viewers are too stupid to know how to use a search engine. Well, job done. The lies have been spread, the temperature has been raised, and this is the result. Okay, interesting commentary. Uh, and finally, uh, back to the US. This analysis from Ben Shapiro from Daily Wire. Uh, and you'll note at the end, he refers to an incident in the US where someone did a skid in their car on a rainbow crossing. You know, those virtue signaling rainbows across the road. Someone did a burnout and they were prosecuted for a hate crime. Have a watch of this short excerpt of uh, what Ben Shapiro has to say. The real question we should be asking ourselves is, to whom does it seem acceptable, against whom in our society today, does it seem acceptable to say do violence? To, against whom has it now become acceptable to do violence? So nobody, nobody, right, left, or center, suggests that it is okay to do violence to people who, are, who identify as transgender. No one believes it is okay to do violence to those people. In fact, a large part of the case against doing mutilating surgeries on people who believe that they are a member of the other sex, that actively is greenlighting an act of, of brutal physical violence against somebody because even if somebody consents to the physical violence on themselves, you can't do that if you're a child, for example. And if you're an adult and you have some sort of mental problem, that's not a good idea either. Okay, but there is a group of people against whom apparently it is okay to do physical violence and it just sort of gets ignored or, or looked the other way by the media. And that, of course, is feminists who say that women actually exist. Again, the corollary to people being able to claim victimhood and there being a big market for that is that people who are actively victimized by those people are never considered victims. Because if you're a member of the victim class, you can never be a victimizer by nature. 
this presumably is why we are all supposed to ignore the assault, the assaults that were happening with regard to a so-called anti-trans pundit known as Kelly J. Keen Minshall. According to thepinknews.com, which, as you would imagine, is an LGBTQ plus minus divided by sign, happy face emoji tilde ampersand website, quote, due to thousands of counter-protesters overwhelming Posey Parker's planned Auckland rally in New Zealand, she has reportedly decided to leave the country. So far, Keen Minshall, who has previously described herself as a turf, that'd be a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, meaning a feminist who believes that women exist, brought the anti-gender rally to Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, Canberra, Hobart, and several other Australian cities. She was set to continue her tour in New Zealand, but the backlash by Auckland locals proved too great for the event to go ahead. The New Zealand Herald reported that more than 2,000 counter-protesters joined together prior to the event taking place in order to drown out the rhetoric of this person. Huge crowd, and uh, some people were actually getting physically assaulted in the crowd. Apparently, the crowd held signs of LGBTQ plus minus divided by sign solidarity, began to gather around the gazebo with bodyguards telling them to get out of here. After several minutes of standing around an ever-growing crowd of counter-protesters, the, um, the person at issue, Posey Parker, was uh, forced to cancel the event outright. And that's because people were screaming at her that she was a Nazi. And not only were they screaming at her a Nazi, actual violence broke out. Here's a little bit of the uh, video from the event. You can see Posey Parker being surrounded by security. You can see the crowd crushing in on her. Again, for the great crime of having said that men are men and women are women. Like, people are literally throwing, I mean, you can see this, this is crazy. People are literally pouring water bottles on her. People are hitting her with signs. Really solid stuff right there. Uh, in fact, at the same event, some of these trans activists beat up an old woman. There's an old woman there. She got clocked directly in the face. That would be a man beating a woman right there. That's, there it is. Nice, uh, nice slow-mo of a, of a, this is really sweet, sweet stuff that's happening right here. And the way this will be played by the media is not as a frontline story. Now, imagine that a trans activist went to give some sort of speech and a bunch of people who believe in traditional genders, they showed up and not only did they show up, they actually started committing physical acts of violence against the people by the thousands. Like they showed up and thousands of people started crowding the speaker, started crushing the speaker and started actively doing acts of violence. It's a national news story when some nut job throws a, throws a firebomb in an unoccupied gay bar, right? That's a national, it was a national news story when some dumbass decided to drive a truck over like a rainbow, uh, a rainbow crosswalk and then skid mark with the truck across the rainbow. This is a hate crime. But when you have trans activists who are beating the hell out of people, apparently that is totally okay. Because again, the victimized class can never themselves be victimized. Yeah, uh, well, New Zealand's been talked a lot in the international media, but not in probably the way we want it to be talked about. You know, whenever I travel overseas, people always say, oh, I would love to come to New Zealand. Well, sadly, they may not be so keen now. And that's what happens when you shut down free speech and women's rights with violence. Mm -hmm.